0: hear you shout out you know it's all right put on your magic pants and let's go we're cruising
2: into the power zone clip in set yourself free come on and take a ride
3: Welcome
1: to the clip out episode sixty six. This is Crystal O'Keefe
0: and this is Tom O'Keefe. Sixty six, the uh, most important year in the history of music.
1: Why is that?
0: when the Monkees debuted.
1: Nineteen sixty six. Of course, it is September twelfth. If you're
0: one, if you're keeping score at home,
1: here we are. That's that's that.
0: Yeah, oh. I'm I'm still wrapping my head around the fact that Mike Nesmith had quadruple bypass surgery.
1: Uh, I know, poor guy.
0: He was doing a show and just all of a sudden's like, I can't do this.
1: Thank goodness he's okay. I know, and thank goodness you've already met him.
0: Yes, I snuck it in under the wire. Not as much as Davy Jones.
2: Yeah, I really stuck mm-hmm.
0: that one under the wire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so mm-hmm. there. Here's your monkey's news. It's <laughs> what everybody's tuning in for.
1: Absolutely, it's for
0: me to prattle on about the monkeys, <laughs> right? Isn't that yeah. what we do? Sure so yeah what uh what do you got in store for people?
1: Well, we're gonna have an update on the Iron Man at Lake Placid that we talked about last week okay, um and there's an article that you found for everybody, and then we're gonna have a couple of pieces of updates and news from Peloton, and uh we're debuting a new a new segment
0: yes a a new uh a new source a if new you will. source yes, yes,
1: yes. And, of course, we have our lovely interview with Alison Burton-Parquette.
0: Oh, that's right. We were saying it. We got to say it fancy French-like. Yes,
1: you have to say it in French. Yes. I mean, not in French, but as the French would say. Right. Uh, yes. Because she was in France when she recorded.
0: Correct. And she...
1: Even though her leaderboard name is Hong Kong Hustler.
0: It's... It, you're it, going to
1: hear... You're going to understand by the end. It will
0: all be made clear.
1: <laughs> Just
0: bear with us. Yes. So uh, shameless plugs Uh, Don't forget we're available on iTunes You can go there, rate, review, subscribe Uh, That's very helpful and we Greatly appreciate it Also you can check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash the clipout or on our website, theclipout.com, where we post links to all the past episodes. If you just want to stream them from your computer, you can find them there. Like if you're at work and you want to listen to one, you don't got to worry about downloading or finding your phone or any of that stuff. You're looking for an old recipe we mentioned, those are up there. Absolutely. Uh, and if you wanted a clip out shirt, you can do that too. Hat, a, a onesie. A onesie. We got it all Yeah glow in the dark condoms <laughs> No No they don't glow in the dark we don't That would have be crazy No
1: condoms Tom oh, Okay Wrong podcast
0: <laughs> no. no So uh, none of that So anyway All sorts of stuff for you there That's the long and the short of it There's all of that fanciness <laughs> Yes she is sighing And rolling her eyes at me <laughs> It's adorable So uh, we've done all that So uh, let's dig in <laughs> shall we Yeah It's time for news of the Pelican. Updates from the Lake Placid Iron Man.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, I already kind of broke all this down for everybody last time, so I won't bore them with... Details I'm just floored 140 Miles and they had 17 hours To get it done right okay And uh, let me just say that All of our peloton riders not Just the three that I mentioned last time which Was uh, Chrissy Blackwood And then we had Chris Gallant and Tracy Paulson but there were other people From the peloton community that were there as well Everybody finished within the 17 Hours nice so great job to Them like Tom you can attest to It I was on pins and needles I couldn't even Sleep till they all crossed the finish Line. I know you were <laughs> up
0: late. It was almost ten o'clock,
1: <laughs> which is so silly. But it's hard when you have to get up and run at five. So like ten o'clock is late when you're getting up at five, and it was past ten o'clock because it, it was
0: like ten forty.
1: Yeah, so that's almost eleven. Thank you on a weeknight. But at any rate, it was so like down to the wire for for Tracy Paulson, and I'm not going to tell her story because what I'm going to do. Is what we're going to do okay. Is have Tracy come on the show oh. And tell her story It
0: has to be a good story
1: It is a good story she
0: made it with like what Seven minutes to spare uh,
1: It might have been Closer to ten But okay. it was pretty
0: It was down to the wire and, and there were
1: reasons And there's
0: a very good reason It's like, not y- just like If you're sitting there going What well, she did a slow Iron Man." Yeah well, no well, That's well, who cares Like no 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 yeah. It's a it, It's it, Yeah Yeah It's insane I am heartless and dead on the inside And even I was like, that's pretty cool
1: (laughs) So uh, as soon as Tracy is home and like settled in We're going to set up a time She's going to come on the show I've already talked to her She's in And we're going to have her tell her story Um, And I'm just excited to hear all about Iron Man in general Like how it all works and all the details behind it So that is coming But I am so proud of all of our our past guests in our Pelotonia community that they all completed the Iron Man. And it was so cool to watch the live feed and it would be like, Chris Gallant, you are an Iron Man. That's so cool.
0: I believe it was technically Chris Gallant. Yeah, they said it wrong.
1: They said it wrong.
0: So you got to do it again. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>
1: Uh, I believe Chris said something along the lines Of never again earlier this <laughs> week Now I don't know he's he's feeling tired And he also got sick as soon as he got home Yeah um, which is understandable his body Was in shock sure I'm like what the hell Did you yeah, just do to me like,
0: it was the, your, your body goes into like A refugee state <laughs> like, Are we fleeing a war torn country What are we
2: doing
1: Yeah I was it was so funny that whole Day because like Got up early They'd already started Because they're on the east coast And then like I'm watching I'm like okay Well they got done with their swim And I'm like And I've Run around the house A couple of times And done some stuff
0: Well okay While they were doing An Iron Man We did a little Iron Man of our own Uh, We uh, We binged Watched (laughs) (laughs) The entire The entire run (laughs) Of Big Little Lies (laughs) From HBO
1: yeah, so,
0: it's, I. Think, I mean,
1: it's pretty much the same. It,
0: I mean, if you think about it, right? Yeah,
1: it just we we need our own like metal, right? It says seven hours. Yes, yeah, it's so, shape,
0: it's in the shape of a couch.
1: But like that's the joke. Is like all day long, I kept being like, and so they've done this, and I've been doing nothing all day. I couldn't believe it. They just kept going seventeen freaking hours. It's a lot. of movement. Oh, I was in awe It was very cool I'm so proud of them yes. Congrats, you guys
0: So there was another bug slash glitch?
1: Yes, yes You know, the reason I brought this one up Is because I it was so small That I don't know that most people even saw it But I was also kind of fascinated that it happened. (laughs) Yeah, it was a gnat. Um, one of our local listeners from here in St. Louis, actually, tell you the truth, I don't even know if she listens to the podcast. I just know that she's part of the Midwest group. Sure. And, uh, it's, it's Tiffany Kornman. So (laughs) she messaged me the other day because she made the mistake of posting a question on the OPP. Yeah 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 she was Has she
0: come to yet? <laughs>
1: <laughs> she came to pretty quick To tell me Never again Yeah <laughs> <laughs> And uh, so So she noticed That she had ridden a, an, a ride And it was on demand Right Okay And so she was Whatever place On the leaderboard You know And right. then like later She went to go look At her profile And it had, it had gone down Like the number The number of riders Had decreased By almost half Eight hours later And she was like Huh? Yeah <laughs> And so she was trying To figure it out And people weren't Reading her question Like they thought That she was like Just saying that like It went from small to large And they were like Well duh On demand writers But right. she was saying No guys It, went it the, was the, other, the other way Yeah And so I, I believe That somebody called Peloton And they said that Yeah it was It was a bug Like they knew That it was out there They knew it was happening Right But I, I don't know That people really caught it I didn't see a ton of like Angst about it, right. so and and I don't mean that to beat affect, up on because
0: it doesn't affect them. They weren't angsty about it, yeah. You
1: know? And and I, and I don't mean to pick on Peloton, like oh, it was another bug. Like I'm I'm saying it because I thought it was interesting that something that affected on demand riders, would just kind of slid through, you know, yeah. because it was it's not. It's not really something that affects you as you're writing Like it doesn't sure. change your writing experience at all yeah. Like you were whatever you were And I don't know why they went away But it's probably all the changes they're making In the background right. for all this additional capability You know it's going to change some things So
0: I just feel like it's it's Classic OPP of She caught a problem I mean not a huge one but she caught, she caught a glitch That was legitimate and then The OPP kind of collectively Didn't understand that she was right and then yelled at her for it.
1: Yeah, pretty much. That
0: sounds like America. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no comment. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so I uh, I have a new story that I found.
1: Well, I would like to hear about that it. That
0: I think people would. Th- this is uh, probably a good reason for why. You get a Peloton. Right?
1: Why is that?
0: Well, you know, we talked before about you know doing it in the comfort of your own home, right? Right. Right. So this was a man arrested at Pla- at a Planet Fitness.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Because he was uh, he was exercising naked. This <laughs> is a, a man who stripped naked before working out at a new hampshire gym told police officers that he thought he was in a judgment-free zone
1: Oh, because that's their logo.
0: Yeah, <sighs> that's their thing, right? So, uh NECN reports I, I don't know even know what that what, NECN That can't be called But that's not call letters They're all capitalized like, Yeah call letters it but, is. but call letters have to be a K or a W In that end of the country It would most likely be a W Anyway It says uh, Reports that 34 year old Eric Stagno Of Haverhill Massachusetts If you're keeping score at home <laughs> uh, Was charged with Indecent exposure Lewdness And disorderly conduct On Sunday
1: Oh, Eric,
0: and uh, not keeping a load properly tied down uh for taking off his clothes and exercising at <laughs> a play style, planet Fitness, please say he walked back and forth and started doing poses on the yoga mat. Huh. <laughs> I hopefully they've purchased new yoga mats. Oh
1: my God, I hope
0: he allegedly Whoa. referenced Planet Fitness's slogan as a judgment free zone. He is currently free on bail and is scheduled to be arraigned on uh, September 21st. He could not be reached for comment.
1: (laughs) Because he was in jail. Yes. (laughs) So. Oh, no, it says he's free on bail. Yeah, but but he went to jail (laughs) for a little while. Yeah. Naked. Oh, I'm sure they gave him clothes. I am almost positive because those cops did not want them in their car and they didn't want to touch him.
0: You think they just got an extra pair of. Jogging shorts laying around the Playsto jail
1: I would almost guarantee it There's a lot of weird stuff that happens in jails
0: That's why it's very important To wipe down the equipment (laughs) I know you're supposed to Wipe down after you use it Maybe you should wipe down before
1: Yeah actually For real if you go into a gym it it is Really a good idea I I do wipe down Before
0: see all you guys don't have to worry about that No
1: because it's in our home because if
0: somebody's riding That bike naked it's somebody you know (laughs) Well makes it less gross Nobody in this
1: house better be riding My bike naked we have
0: Big issues well what if uh, I took a ride but I insisted on Doing it naked
1: That is the only exception <laughs> So now you can go do that And you can take Your first ride No And I'll film it For everyone I don't even <laughs> I don't
0: even <laughs> need a wide angle lens
1: <laughs>
0: Cause I'm fat No <laughs> Okay the other reason
1: Darn. I don't even like To
0: shower naked <laughs> I'm like Tobias on Arrested development He was a never nude
2: Yeah <laughs> I was born
0: wearing a three-piece suit Yet another Peloton showroom is opening
1: Yes A
0: first in the state Yes Of
1: Ohio Ohio Yeah Yep It's going to open in Easton Town Center And they are going to get a visit from Dennis Morton and Allie Love on August 2nd
0: Do we know what part of Ohio? Is that like Cleveland or...
1: Yeah, I didn't look up Easton, oh, sorry
0: That's okay, sorry to put you on the spot like that Why aren't you up on your Ohio geography? Because
1: I don't care <laughs>
0: <laughs> Take that, Easton,
1: Ohio <laughs> No, it's nothing against Ohio It's just they're not here And so it's kind of like I know, like I don't even know anything about New York I know, I, and believe me, I care And I know where New York City is And that is it I don't understand how the I don't understand the layout enough To like know which bridge goes where Which one's going to which part of the city I just know where it is
0: It looks like Easton is closer to uh, I don't look on this map But I'm showing two Eastons You would think one one of them would be Weston
1: (laughs) You would
0: It's just common sense But uh, this is weird There's an Easton Ohio There's an Easton in Columbus, Ohio And there's an Easton Will's Township Ohio, you so crazy.
2: <laughs>
1: I'm glad we Googled that.
0: I want to have your babies. Mm-hmm. Let's do. East. Look up Easton
1: Town Center Peloton
0: Center. It's in Columbus, Ohio. Easton Town Center is in Columbus, Ohio. <sighs>
1: Thank so, God we got to the bottom of that. Yes,
0: you are welcome. And everyone who lives in Ohio, you know, the only people who actually care the whole time has been they've been screaming at their iPhone. <laughs> it's in Columbus. Come <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Sorry Ohio Sorry Ohio Uh, But congratulations Yes On your new Peloton facility And your upcoming visit From Dennis Morton And Allie Love
1: Yeah I'm super jelly Enjoy Although I did hear A couple weeks ago Allie Love was in Missouri.
0: She was. She yeah. was at the Lake of the Ozarks. Yep. Someone a local, a local Midwest Peloton rider. She didn't post where she was at, but somebody recognized the, on Instagram uh, the locale on Instagram is mm-hmm. like
1: that's Lake of the Ozarks. And boom, she was there. Yes. You know, speaking of Allie Love, she's kind of been everywhere this week. She also showed up. I saw um, on People Magazine next to somebody. Which I know everyone's rolling their eyes at me Because I don't know I should know It was somebody famous Because they were in People Magazine But at any rate Allie Love was in the picture Walking next to her And it said So and so Walking with their unidentified friend and, uh, and somebody spotted it on the Peloton page And was like That's not an unidentified friend That's <laughs> Allie Love Am I first? That
0: <laughs> friend has been identified
1: Yes So Allie Love's been everywhere Look at
0: that More new tread instructors Yes I think they have one for every tread
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh don't get me started So yeah
0: Have we counted up yet To figure out Are there Are there now more tread instructors Than bike instructors No no. It seems like there's a lot There's 12
1: bike instructors And we're now Including our new one At 10 Okay So our new Our new tread instructor is Bex Gentry.
0: I saw her at a little bit of Texas open for Chase Tucker.
1: (laughs) No, I'm pretty sure I did. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you didn't. She's also from London, just like Oliver. So she's going to have a great, sexy female English accent. Interesting. Yeah, I'm a little jealous. Bex, she needs to stay away from you. I'm sure she's going to be like, oh, yeah, I'm sure that was a
0: that was a real concern.
1: So I heard, I heard through the old Peloton grapevine, because we were, I was discussing my theory that maybe they were kind of amping up their, their London facility, like they're training them here. And um, I heard that, uh, yeah, no, that apparently they're not planning on sending them back. I, I don't know about Bex, but specifically Oliver asked Peloton and he was told, no, you're staying here. So it's not what I thought
0: Interesting So did he want to
1: go back? I, I don't know or, that I don't want to I'm not trying to start right. rumors I was just curious
0: like, Or was he worried? Like I don't like, want to
1: create rumors <laughs> Yeah
0: <laughs> I didn't know if like, maybe it was the other way He was worried like You didn't hire me to send me back Did you? I have like, no I, idea
1: I don't know where his family is Like right. I don't know if they live in England Or if they're in America Or somewhere else Yeah I, I don't know So I'm not I'm not sure I just thought it was interesting Because I thought yeah, well, two people from London You'd think that they're kind of Getting ready to open that studio Right
0: Bring them over here Train them Get them up to speed And then send them out Into the
1: wild So supposedly That's a no go Interesting Yeah I don't know if that goes For Bex though So And also Interesting I've never heard anybody Called Bex. Like that's her name B-E-C-S yeah.
0: So it's not like Short for Becky
1: It could be But that's not what they That's not how she presents Herself to the world
0: Well yeah and You would think if it was It would be B-E-C-K-S
1: Yeah I don't know so that's interesting. Um, but uh she already had her first class. She had it on I I think it was Tuesday night at five thirty, the same day it got released, she had a class that day. That. So uh and I heard good things. I heard lots of good things. So that's exciting. Awesome. So we're up to ten tread instructors. And and part of the reason it probably feels like there's more tread than bike is because two of our bike instructors are also tread instructors. So ah. Robin Arzan and Matt Wilpers do both.
0: They're like Peloton pivots. Yeah. <laughs> and, Yes they're, they're by Peloton <laughs> <laughs> Yeah Because they can They can go back and forth Yeah, either one I'm like that yeah. yeah. so, uh, so we have a new uh, A new person out there in a, in a new role for the show Our Peloton prophet
2: Yeah Is what we're
0: calling them Yes The PH Yes They've uh, in the past Correctly guessed Multiple Peloton instructors Just based on Kind of clues That they surmised from various internet and social media platforms uh, It's all purely conjecture What I'm calling conjecture size.
1: <laughs> you had to get find a way to get that I in there I did
0: <laughs> It was too good to pass up Yeah, it's good And so, uh, what information have they conjectured for us?
1: So, I was sent a screenshot of Rebecca Kennedy Uh, And this is from her Insta story. Actually, it's from Jennifer Jacobs' Insta story. Jennifer Jacobs is in this screenshot, too. So it's Jennifer Jacobs and Rebecca Kennedy. And Rebecca is getting her hair and makeup done by the Peloton makeup artist. Okay. Now, the person, our Peloton prophet, knows this because they are so familiar with social media. They know that this makeup artist is always the one that Peloton uses. Okay. And they say... That this was posted She was working on Rebecca yesterday The makeup artist was the she there And that Rebecca or JJ posted That they have new video and pictures coming soon So Peloton Prophet says We haven't seen full pics of the whole Tread team yet So maybe that is finally happening Because the clothes that they are wearing Are not new lines of clothes They are already released lines of clothes
0: Gotcha, so they're not... Uh Pushing a new line
1: Not that I can tell Not that the Peloton Prophet can tell either
0: Interesting Mm -hmm. Well this is good to know Mm -hmm. We will file this away Should we start keeping score? We
1: probably should
0: If they're right or wrong we should like We a, should like A little
1: So we're going to have to get like a little chalkboard in here right. And be like, okay This is going to be uh, We're going to have a new A new spread of all the Tread Instructors Yes or no and
0: The Peloton Prophet's like Wait, wait,
1: wait I didn't sign him for that yeah. <laughs> This
0: took an ugly turn
1: <laughs> It's all in fun, Peloton Prophet Calm they, down
0: They don't even do that for the meteorologists <laughs> on TV <laughs> And they get it wrong all the time <laughs> Lots of new tread classes.
1: Yes. 18 new Peloton tread instructors or classes. Here's the thing. These aren't just new tread classes. They're the outdoor content. So there's oh. 18 new outdoor content classes. And and this is cool because uh, somebody was just posting the other day that they wanted to see an outdoor class from Oliver Lee. Well, you got your wish. There you go. He has been added to the outdoor lineup. So they're stretching, fun runs, walks, interval runs, and race Prep classes i also saw at least one of them was a 60 minute class and uh, there's a good variety so Can't wait to hear what everybody's thoughts are so how do
0: outdoor classes work in that like When you're on the bike and you do a 45 minute class when you're done your bike is still in the Same spot but if you're running and it's an hour-long class like do you time it out To like halfway through You turn around Or mm-hmm.
1: I mean that's I only got to do the one Because yeah. I have to record I have to do a whole process
0: Yeah because we don't have an cause, iPhone Because
1: I have an Android Yeah but, um, but that's what I did Yeah I was just like I was kind of keeping track Of where I was Actually I was doing I was doing way more miles That day Than, sure. than my Because I did a 60 minute run But I was doing more miles Than that So Dragger. No I didn't <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so for me it was easy because I just kept on going. But right. like, but I always kind of keep track of where where I'm at, like mile wise. So if like you're if you're a thirty minute mark, just turn around and come back. Yeah. So
0: does the do they tell you like turn around, halfway mark, or do no. you just you gotta track that yourself?
1: I mean, they kind of. So the one I took every every class is set up differently, just like your bike class. So the one I took was um, it was Matt Wilper's sixty minute fun run, and what he did is he took four uh, blocks of songs and broke it up. So it was actually you'd really like it cuz what he did was he did a decade for song blocks. Okay. So um so it was like he started with the 80s and then he did the 90s and then he did the 2000s. So there were four blocks and so you could kind of tell we were halfway through, you know, cuz you'd done your warm right. up and you're if you're in the middle of the second song block, time to turn it around yeah. and head back. So but he they they tell you what the layout's going to be. You could also, I mean, most of the people I feel that are Going to be exercising on a regular basis, have some kind of tracker, whether that be their phone, or they're wearing a watch, or you know a Fitbit, or you know whatever. They've got something on them that tells them the time. So if you're just kind of paying attention to, it's thirty minutes. Sure, just turn around and go back.
0: If you're looking to avoid carbs, it's always a challenge trying to find bread that fits in with your keto lifestyle.
1: To get free shipping. I was curious. Yeah. Checking in with the Peloton community.
0: So, uh, joining us today via Skype-a-phone is Allison Burton Parker, or they just found out. <laughs> <laughs> is right
1: that right?
0: How's that?
2: That was Trimble, terrible, Tom. Tom.
0: I think I think I just committed a hate crime.
1: <laughs> it was awful. Tom.
3: She was doing
0: her. I took Spanish in
2: high school. <laughs>
3: Well, you know, although I do have to say my my husband, who is just, you know, a, a lovely, brilliant man, but who speaks really, really bad French and whose last name is Parker, doesn't say it as well as you do. (laughs)
0: on <laughs> so we say that because you're you're in France right now
1: yes you're yes. your first international interview
0: where the ladies have no pants <laughs> 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 that how it works? no it's all, all I know about France is from what I learned from like grade school limericks oh, but dear. I've Feel oh, like no. they're fairly accurate.
3: <laughs> do you feel that I way? I do. Uh, well, you know there are many um, misconceptions about the French, but there are also <laughs> many stereotypes that are true. Um, because, uh, I would say the same for Americans. But yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah you know, there's um, there's certainly a uh, a lot of things involving underpants here. If that is what you're referring. <laughs> <laughs> This interview just went a whole different direction. I was is not it expecting like Japan, yeah.
0: Is it like Japan where you can buy them out of vending machines? That's a real thing.
3: No. Yes, I know it is, actually. Um, but they do have these great vending machines here in the pharmacies. Because in France, like things are really only open five days a week. Like, nothing is open on a Sunday. And most of the shops in small towns, which is where I am, close on Mondays as well. So, if you have a headache, an upset stomach... A need for a prophylactic, whatever, on a Sunday <laughs> or a Monday, you used to have no options. But now the pharmacies here have these vending machines kind of installed in the windows of the pharmacies, <gasps> and so twenty four seven, you can go up to these vending machines and get diapers and you know blood pressure kits and you know any kind of thing you might need, you know, on a, a adjunct basis, you can stick your credit card in and buy from the vending machine in the window. It's well, that's cool. fascinating. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. yeah, but anyway, so back to uh, the original point Yes, I am in France But um, as, as you know, my leaderboard name is Hong Kong Hustler Yes And that is not, in fact, because I'm obsessed with sort of uh, kung fu movies But rather because I live in Hong Kong um, And I am kind of obsessed with Robin Arzon Thus the Hustler part um, But yeah, I live the vast majority of the year About eight months out of the year in Hong Kong And I spend the rest of the time in the Loire Valley in France. I, I Poor thing. I
1: need to understand how this all yeah, came like, to be. How
0: do you get to a point in your life where you're you're one living in two? Like, I, I, where? Like, I guess let's back up. Where are you from originally? Like, yes,
1: where were you born? where did you grow up? I was born in
3: Connecticut. And I'm, <laughs> okay, I'm a New Yorker. Um, I lived. I've sort of lived all over the place, basically all over the U.S. Um, until I made the crazy decision to marry a Kiwi, um, and then he started taking me around the the world with him because New Zealanders just don't like to stay put. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and fortunately, I was, I was fine with that. So um, several years ago, actually, almost nine years ago now, um, he was offered a position in Hong Kong. And we were sort of like, oh, global financial crisis kind of sucks to be in New York. <laughs> Why not? Let's give it a go. We'll go for two years. And this is what every expat who goes to Hong Kong says is, oh, we'll stay for two years. And uh, we've been there almost nine now. Wow. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty great. It's a really great quality of life. And there's so Many sides to Hong Kong that exist that I never sort of even knew about when I sort of foolishly said, "Okay, yes, I'll move there." Um, And you know, one of I I think one of the only bad things about life in Hong Kong is the weather. It's (laughs) it's really hot and really humid for about five months out of the year, unbearably so. Uh, So. That's a negative, except for the fact that it basically means no one wants to be in Hong Kong in July and August. So all of the sort of expat jobs kind of shut down because everybody leaves. Um, So we started traveling a lot in July and August and ended up at a wedding in the south of France one year. And Paris has always been my favorite city in the world. And we said, okay, well, let's go and meet some friends somewhere in between this wedding and a weekend we had planned in Paris and sort of looked on the map. And I thought, Ooh, our valley, that looks nice toes and vineyards and cheese and, you know, hey, that looks good. So we came here for a week and rented a house with these friends and had a great time and really loved it. Came back the next year, did the same thing. Um, and um, the third year, we were sort of at the same time thinking about maybe trying to buy a house in Hong Kong. Uh, but one of the other really bad things about Hong Kong is it, it's essentially the most expensive city in the world. Kind yeah. of jockeys back and forth with London. Um, I mean, with Tokyo. And what you get for what your your money is just it's horrible it's really really bad and we we thought oh well you know we want to buy our first place and we're throwing away all this money on rent we really should do this and we looked at some places that i was so depressed i i, I actually went home and, and curled up in a ball and cried <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> and so several months later we're in france and and i'm just walking down this street in this adorable little cobblestone village with a little guy playing the accordion and i i swear to you i think i was eating a, a macaron that the time, <laughs> and I stopped in front of the window, sort of Holly Lightly style, um, of this uh, real estate agent, and I happened to just sort of see this place, and I thought, well, oh, that lo- that looks really nice. And I looked at the price, and I'm like, no, wait a minute, that is a bloody chateau, and it costs less than that shithole two bedroom apartment <laughs> that we looked at in Hong Kong last week. Wow! So- <laughs> and so when my husband arrived a few days later, I said to him, you know, of course, after I had pumped him with like two bottles of wine, I said, you know. <laughs> We don't know where we really want to live the rest of our lives, but we do know where we like spending our summer holidays. So instead of buying this house in Hong Kong that we are going to hate and maybe sell in a few years' time, why don't we think about buying a vacation house and you know see what happens. So uh, uh, the best part that's, of the story. Was- that's fascinating. the way you just like flipped the script on that. that's
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. and, and, and I'm and-
0: scared to think how she's going to use this logic against me. I, uh,
1: I have to say I as a wife, that's pretty impressive. So I'm very impressed with your.
2: Well,
3: I've, it's. I've, we we also wound up living in New Zealand for several years, uh, off off of a similar multiple bottle of wine strategy. So it's a track to get our hands. Um, so yeah. So I guess the, the the best part of the story is that at that time neither of us really spoke French. I spoke like just enough to sort of order food in a restaurant and and realize that I didn't really speak any French. And so I you know go into this real estate agency and they're like oh no no one and no one speaks any any, uh, any English. And so we sort of thought about it for a day or two. And then we we're in another village. And there was another real estate agent with also really cute houses in the window. And while I was looking in the window, the woman comes out and starts asking me questions. And I have that sort of terrified look on my face of, oh, God, I have no idea what this woman is saying to me. <laughs> and she sort of, her eyes sort of looked at me knowingly. And she said, oh, would you like to speak French, uh, English? <laughs> and I said, why, yes, I would. And so we, we uh, made an appointment with her to look at a few things. We thought we'd buy a little house in the country and, you know, just have a little look to see what we could sort of get. And um, we, the house that we currently have was the third place that we looked at. We never looked at anything after it. It was not at all what we wanted. It's a house that was built in 1764. It's a classified monument. It was a total nightmare, <laughs> but the most beautiful thing. And it was just one, one look at it. My husband and I said, okay, we're, we'll do this. This is what we want that we can't, like we, we, we left and we didn't buy it and we thought about it and obsessed about it for a month and eventually uh, managed to actually figure out how, how to buy it. So, so that was it. And the plan was we'd use it sort of like three three weeks out of the year and the rest of the time we just sort of maybe rent it out. We, we were really sure it was a really poorly conceived idea. Um, but uh, yeah, so that was sort of the beginning of it. And then um, this is a really long story, isn't it? Um, we, uh, so we started trying To renovate it it was you know just it Was perfectly livable there were people Living in it it was just you know it looked like your grandmother had uh, exploded Inside the house (laughs) and uh, so we uh, slowly Started to try and you know renovate Things and the the effort of just doing one Very small bathroom was enough to almost Put us in divorce court Um, (laughs) The wine didn't work I take it Oh no and we we,
0: at that point the wine Makes it worse yeah.
3: Yeah, it really did, and it just—it was so. It was it, because all the pressure was on me because I had, you know, slightly more French, and and I was the one who had gotten us into this mess. Um,
0: <laughs> that's so after- the—that's re- the real motivating fact Because that was the first thing I thought was, was going to be like, yeah, "This was your idea, lady." Oh
3: yeah, <laughs> uh, so that brought up oh oh so many times. I got <laughs> <that. laughs> Oh, and uh, yeah, so we we basically destroyed our friendship with the only French speaking friend we had, um, oh, who was the one who was, who was trying to help us on this project. And it was such a disaster, and I, I quickly realized that even though in Paris, you know, you can just turn up and and if you can say bonjour and avoir, you're fine. You know, you don't really need to speak a, a, any French when you're in Paris. But in the countryside, you are completely screwed if you're <laughs> a a woman, b an American. And C, don't speak French. Wow. Uh, So I said to my husband, well obviously I can't do anything about the first two, <laughs> but I could maybe work on my French. Uh, and at the time I was uh, working full-time in Hong Kong at a job that, well, let's just say I didn't enjoy. And um, <laughs> we were also trying to adopt a, a child. And they're pretty clear in Asia to tell you that if both parents work, you're you're really low on the list. They oh. really prefer one, one parent uh, to not be working. And so all these factors kind of... Lined up, in one night again, after several bottles of wine, um, my husband said to me, "Well, you know what? Why don't you just quit your job? We can we can make it work without the money. We'll figure it out and quit your job. Enroll in full time language immersion school in France. Figure out how to get this done. Move us up on the adoption list and." Stop complaining. So I did.
2: <laughs>
3: wow. I'm pretty wow. sure I bought another bottle of champagne after that instead <laughs> <Thank> of <you. laughs> And then there you go. So uh, fast forward to uh, four years later. And um, we have this great life where we kind of uh, go back and forth between this, between Hong Kong and Pratt's. And, and honestly, the juxtaposition of the two is great because Hong Kong is this, you know, really big, dynamic, fast booming city with all this great energy. And then the other times we're here and it's, you know, literally very, very slow pace. And, you know, my, you know, my husband's doing gardening and, you know, i you know, can the fruit or that I pick from our trees in the garden and, and crazy things like that that you know New Yorkers aren't ever supposed to know how to do so <laughs> <laughs> so it, did,
0: were, were you I were you able to adopt the child did that all come yes, to fruition yes okay. so
3: exactly so it, it all worked out as planned um, I uh, we adopted her in um, uh, 2015 and she is uh, four and a half now she's actually in the other room So if someone comes in Screaming you'll know It's her <laughs> And she goes will be a bilingual screaming In French Yes That's exactly it She goes to a Bilingual French And English school In Hong Kong And now So here she can go To a French summer camp And um, it's really great She To see this You know to, to myself Suffer through Learning a language As an adult To be able to see How she's just Sort of a sponge And she oh, yeah. So you know,
1: different It's so different so, so do you speak English primarily In Hong Kong Hong kong as well yes hong kong is english
2: Um, okay it's
3: because it was a british colony so you're occasionally you encounter taxi drivers and and people in some of the street markets uh, that might not speak um much english but
0: but they do they're just messing with you they're just (laughs) being jerks they speak it
3: Yeah, I think sometimes they um, they want to laugh at your Cantonese because my Cantonese is just hilarious. It's just so bad, and it's actually really embarrassing how little Cantonese I know. Given that I've lived there, you know, almost nine years, I, I think I actually knew more Japanese and more Mandarin because I was working in both of those places, and so I just learned you know basic words to be polite in a business context. Um, and in Hong Kong, you just you just don't need it, so you end up either learning just the swear words or. <laughs> <laughs> Which are important Especially when you're in a taxi drive And you want the guy to go faster You need to know how to say Go the fuck faster <laughs> <laughs> Which is In case you not know <laughs> Great, now okay, so- all our Chinese listeners
0: Are going to be mad at your filthy mouth <laughs>
3: Yes probably. yes, probably. Although I'm I do think that I am the only Peloton owner in um Hong Kong. Um if there's I, another one, I would love to know about it. Yeah, uh, I think I, I think there, you're safe. I think you're safe. I, I know there used to be one in Seoul, um, but I'm not sure uh if the I think it was an expat who was living there for a couple of years. I think he's moved back. Oh, okay. Uh, but uh yeah. So um anyway, so Hong Kong is uh very English based and it's a very you know, it's a huge expat community and it's uh uh, a very you know it's, it's a really easy life. It's very quick to get everywhere. And you know, it pretty much takes you no longer than twenty minutes to get anywhere you need to go because the city's so compact. And there's great beaches and amazing hiking. And some of the most difficult hiking trails in the world are in are in Hong Kong. Really? And, um, huh. Yeah, which is you know I'm sure later we'll talk. I, I did a ultra marathon in um, in Nepal with uh, you know a tremendous amount of elevation change, and I trained for the entire thing in Hong Kong. Um, I'll send you or Actually, I think I sent you some pictures earlier today of um, for me uh, of me hiking in Hong Kong and the, some of the trails are just they're just brutal. And most of the um, ultra marathoners in Asia all train in Hong Kong. There's uh, you know, sort of a uh, couple dozen hundred K races every year. Um, in Hong Kong, it's, it's, it's really crazy, but the trails are really beautiful and they're really well maintained and just, there's, there's stunning views because it's an island. So you're just, you're running up and down these, these, these mountains and you just got amazing views everywhere you go. And, uh, it's, that was a big surprise for me. I had no idea when we moved there. I, I thought it was just this incredibly compact city where I was just going to be staring out the window into other people's apartments all day long. And that's, that's
1: exactly what I was visualizing, you know? No, that's yeah. that's why I just thought it was this crazy city, and it was just really intense all the time. So I'm yeah, only, fascinated by this. Yeah, the
0: only thing I know about Hong Kong is comes from Michael, the Michael Douglas thriller Black Rain. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I got.
1: That's all you know about the world. Period is yeah. through pop culture, Tom, starring Michael <laughs> Douglas.
0: It stars Michael Douglas as Mel Gibson. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a total like lethal weapon knockoff. Nice. I remember when the trailer played in theaters, I was like starring Michael Douglas as Mel Gibson and I was like said it loud. I was like, Whoops, people were nice. I didn't mean to yeah, say that. There's, there's been a
3: lot of really bad movies uh made in Hong Kong and um, but there's also there's also been a few reasonably good ones. But yeah, it's it's a very surprising um surprising place to live. And it you know, our apartment, one one side of the apartment looks out at at the the city and we have a view of the city and then a view of the water. And the other side of the apartment looks out is is literally, because we're at the top of the hill, the mountains. So it looks like a rainforest outside our windows it's just all greenery oh my gosh wow it's this great sort of juxtaposition and you know when i first moved there nine years ago the air quality was a real problem uh it's improved tremendously it still could use some more improvement but it's gotten so much better and it's a you know from a um from a sort of natural experience thing, I can literally walk out my door and in five minutes, I'm I'm on this amazing hiking trail that goes up the peak, which is one of the the, the mountains, and and I can do anywhere from an hour to a six hour hike. Okay, um, I
1: I have to say Hong Kong has not been on my list of like places I got to go, but you
3: are making this sound amazing. And Tom, I oh. think it just got added. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, I just posted the other day because I'm away for from my bike for two and a half months, and in I know she's in Hong Kong, just sad. So so sad to be there so alone nobody's using her and i i posted on a couple of the groups that i'm a member of you know if anyone happens to find themselves from work in asia and wants to come and use my bike please do and i do i offer for that if you, if anyone comes to visit and wants to you know have a peloton ride uh you know contact me on uh on facebook and uh we can uh we can make it happen it's a it's a great city and i love when people come to visit because they're always sort of surprised by uh by the the experience it's it's definitely um, different than what what most people think. It's so
0: hard. I have a question how yeah. How does one go about getting your bike delivered to Hong Kong?
3: <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was well, no <laughs> Isn't that <a> magical question? <laughs> <laughs> Well, you don't. It's um, <laughs> it's 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 pretty hard. Um, I started the um, the process in one after I took my first class, um, sort of um, by accident, almost um, in the studio in New York when I was there for a business trip. And a friend of mine had had a bike. She had a bike, and I had told her that I just started spinning in Hong Kong, and she's like, "Oh, you you know, I you've got to try this." This bike and I said, oh yeah, I feel like I read an article about that or something, but you know I don't need. And she said, no no no, it's really amazing. You should you should come. So she made me go to a to a class in the studio. And I mean, I had it had all kinds of technical problems, and I it was it was a total disaster from an, from a sort of sales experience. But I was completely hooked. Like it just mm-hmm. the bike was so amazing. And granted, at that time I was working on on this ridiculously wonky spin bike in Hong Kong, uh, but it's just between the the qualities of the instructor, the quality of instructors and the the quality of the bike. I just said, oh, I have to get one of these. And so, yeah. So, of course, I asked and they're like, oh, no, we don't ship internationally, but we're working on it. So I signed up for some wait list and I sat on the wait list for like three or four months and I'd send an email <laughs> and they'd say, no, nothing yet. And then I'd send another email. And then I'd, I I posted on the OPP, um, which was, you know, back when you could actually get sure. a helpful answer from someone on the OPP. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now I will say though I bet even if you asked this today You would probably get a helpful answer Just in because it it seems like they seem to really recoil at a question they feel that they've heard a million times. <laughs> you have a pretty yeah. unique. You're is you're not. She like, would get
1: an answer, but she would also get lots of sarcasm and 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 then she would probably get some kind of judgment, like, "Well, why do you even want to do that? Right. Like, why would you want to move it to Hong Kong? Don't why don't you want to
3: live in America?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you're probably right. What, what's wrong with you? we're what, what, uh, what, what, we not good enough for you. No, uh, well, and I have I can tell actually that some people do actually use the search function on the OPP because people would message me and say, did oh. you ever get a bike? Because I'm looking to get one or I'm moving and I want to take it in. So can you give me information? Um, and in fact, I just recently started a, a, a Facebook group called the uh, Peloton Global Riders, which is oh. primarily for uh, the riders that I've met sort of internationally and, and any riders who are riding outside the U.S. to have to like, share their stories and ideas It just kind of create our, a little bit of our own community because it's, we're, we're kind of all sort of outcasts Mm. Um, because at the moment I don't think Peloton really wants to, or it really isn't supposed to be talking about their international riders yet. So, yeah. it's kind of a, we're, we're sort of a uh, subversive group, I guess. <laughs> uh, which, you know, sounds, again, much more exciting than I actually right. am. But, um, yeah, so someone on the OPP had had given me some information about using a freight forwarder. And so, I had tried that and Peloton was, at this point, I guess, I, th- I think my Impression is that they got in trouble in some ways for music rights issues um, with international writers. Uh, um, that makes sense because okay. I was writing in the app at that point. I sort of was hooked on the on the app and. You know, I would always take these rides and you would hear rides say, you know, the instructors would say, oh, we've got people all over the world riding from, you know, riding from every corner of the world, or, you know. And they would always sort of talk about these international riders. And then all of a sudden it stopped. And then I would sort of ask questions and I wouldn't get responses. And it is, so I thought, maybe, well, OK, so something's going on. And they had changed their policy so they no longer would ship to a freight forwarder. Oh, so, wow. yeah, so you have to have a U.S. credit card both for the purchase and for the subscription which eliminates a lot of people and then you can't ship it to a freight forwarder so it, it it was it was quite a process and i was still kind of emailing my guy in the new york studio regularly to kind of say hey any news on when this might happen and um i was starting to get a little desperate and uh, so last year here this last summer it, Uh, In France, I bought this sort of wonky old spin bike and started using the app and got really addicted to the app. And so by the end of the summer, I was just sort of like, you know, I kind of said to my husband, there's just... I." there's just no way I can go on without this bike <laughs> <Seriously>. <laughs> <laughs> my life will just never be complete no um, so it's, the, like sort, it's sort cheaper of, than it,
0: a house in France <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: well, and honestly, at this point I had found a way to get it here but um, per our previous conversation about some of the things that the French do well one of the things that French do exceedingly well is taxes yeah. uh, oh. so even though I had figured out how I was going to get it here the taxes and the duties on the purchase of the bike and the shipping costs and then the taxes and duties on the shipping costs, we're just going to almost three to multiply the, the cost of the bike by three. Wow. And then of course, if you if you use the bike internationally, it voids your warranty. And so I have like, I would spend all this money and get this thing here and there's a chance it won't work.
2: Oh and my gosh. What
3: would I do? And so my you know my, my husband's very uh, linear and he was like, um, no, <laughs> you're not doing <laughs> that. So we sort of kind of thought, well, okay, we'll, we'll wait a little bit. And then when I came back to Hong Kong, I had discovered that my favorite spin instructors. Um, uh, two of them um, had left. One one had been seriously injured in a road biking accident, and the other one had moved away. And so there's only spin studio two spin studios in all of Hong Kong, and one of them is is a bit like that spin studio in the U.S. You know, the one that shall not be named with the yeah. yellow <laughs> with the, the yellow bike, yes. which is just not my thing. It's just is right. totally not my thing. Well,
0: but, and a lot yeah. of real quick, a lot of people don't know this, but on that side of the country, when you spin, you spin counterclockwise. So it's a lot harder. That's how that works, right? No. No? Pretty sure I'm right on
2: this.
3: You know, if that was true, boy, my output numbers would be so much better. (laughs) That would be awesome, but yeah, no, yeah, unfortunately not. But yeah, so I uh, there was only I had no backup in studio, so I was suddenly just sort of oh my gosh, what am I going to do? You know, and I said I'm going to figure out how to get a bike here to Hong Kong, and so um, so I did. It 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 literally took a village. Um, and (laughs) i I don't want to get in I don't want to get in trouble and or ruin the system for anybody else by announcing it on this podcast. But if sure. anybody is really serious about getting a bike in an international market and you want to know the tips, just you know, message me and I'll, I'll give them to you. Got it. Um, but <laughs> it was a long process, and the bike arrived. Um, I was super psyched, and of course, you know, there was a problem, and it, it, the bike worked, but the metrics and nothing else worked. So I was just you know, crying and wringing my hands and staying up staying up until two a.m. to cool customer service and you know tried to figure it out. And eventually, I now have a. Bike that work um, it, it's um, It's a bit I, I guess well Tom You might appreciate this Reference it's MacGyver
2: Yeah
1: <laughs> I get it I loved MacGyver so, <laughs> I got some
3: serious duct tape Going on, on this
1: bike.
0: so did when you Were saying you had issues With the metrics and stuff Is that um, like did you just Happen to get a bike that Had issues or is it because Of your location
3: no the Location not a problem at All um, and I had done lots of Research on that to, to sort of Make sure that that was Actually going to be okay that Never been a problem. Actually, what it is is the I have some damage to the connector in the back of the monitor where the cable is that connects the monitor to the bike. Mm. Um, And so at first we thought it was just the cable was damaged, and then they sent a replacement cable, and it still didn't work. And then so I was actually riding the bike with no metric. And then one day in one of like Robin's climb rides where I was out of the saddle and just really sort of yanking the bike around, all of a sudden the numbers appeared, and I thought, wait, what? What? Oh, what's that? And so then I realized that there was just just that the connector, if you would hold it in a very certain position, I, it would work. And oh my So gosh. I eventually found out what that exact position was, and I duct tape it into that position. My <laughs> goodness, you
1: might be more of a Peloton fan than I am. Like you, you are seriously dedicated. That, I, I don't cannot have... believe the links you have gone through to ride the Peloton.
3: Well, yeah, thank you. Um, I, and I have to <laughs> do the duct tape about every three weeks because it's so humid in Hong Kong. It just really doesn't stick um, on the. Yeah. the plastic of yeah. the back of the monitor. So, every once in a while I'll get on a ride and I'll be, you know, sort of halfway through and all of a sudden it'll drop out and I'm like, "Oh, man." You know, ah. but it's uh it's so much better than nothing and, you know, my husband said, you know, well, if it turns out you really use the bike all the time, maybe you can get a new monitor. And so the other the other day when I uh, sort of had a had a the picture of my uh, of my month, you know, when you look at your you get your email with your recap of your stats for your month, I think my April month I rode every every day of the month. And so I showed it to him and I said, Is this using the bike enough for you? So um, See, that's yeah, not the direction
0: so- i I would have recommended. What you should have done is is put on like a really like tight dress or something to show off how much shape you're in now that you've been riding the bike, and be like, I think I'm riding it enough.
3: Yeah, yeah I think I, I I probably was in the the same shape when I started riding, because versus-
1: she was already in such oh, great shape. Okay,
3: my number is much better, but I probably still wear the same size clothes, unfortunately. And he's also just not one of those people who would notice. That very much, you know. It's it's, I know. I hear you. Yeah. Oh, oh, Crystal. The the similarities between your family and mine. It just (laughs) my husband also not riding the bike. Not, although I did get him on it one time, okay, he just, so he actually sat on it. No, he actually took a ride. I was. I, we, we had a bet. There was a bet again involving a couple of bottles of wine. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he lost the bet, and he's a he's a fitness guy. He's he, he does work out on like Tom, but he just was like, I don't have any time for this. This is stupid. The bike doesn't go anywhere. I want to be outside. It's just you know crazy. So I let him do the ride, and uh, or I I picked the ride. Ride and he and he did it, and he came out, and he was he did a thirty minute ride, and he was soaked in sweat, and he came out, and he was like, "Well, I'll say that for one thing, it's um efficient." <laughs> 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 right. And I said "Well, you know," and didn't I, I said, "What did you think?" And he said, "Well, yeah, yeah, I, I don't know, I I'll think about it." And I was like, "Well, and what did you think, of Robin? Isn't she like the most amazing?" And he went, "Meh," <laughs> and I just lost it. I said, meh? like, I understand there are people who love Robin and other people who are just like, yeah, she's kind of not my cup of tea. But if there's anyone on the planet who does not uh, inspire a reaction that's meh, it's Robin Arzon. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I was just said, and I so I looked at him and I'm like, you know what? You're not allowed to ride the bike anymore. <laughs> <laughs> done. Done deal. Like, you do not deserve the queen. You do not deserve the peloton. And so, <laughs> no. So, yeah. These
0: are great tips so, on how How to get out of riding the bike. No, Tom. I would be like, No, no, no. I would be like, Jen Sherman, eh.
3: (gasps) (gasps) (laughs) She's got magic.
0: It's just sleight of hand. (laughs)
3: <laughs> you shut your mouth uh, yeah no the, the only real drawback was is at that time I had sort of the um, the bike in the room that we have in our apartment that's sort of his home office and so after he was banned from the bike and his, uh, he said well you're not keeping that thing in my office so, I'm like, oh. so then I had to figure out where else to put it uh, and Hong Kong apartments are well let's just say not large yeah so it was a it was a bit of a challenge but um, I actually uh, managed Managed to take off some doors and a closet, and install some sliding hospital curtains, and it just magically now sits hidden away in the corner of our bedroom, and it's it works really well. You are a persistent lady. Yeah, you're like you are not letting anything get between you and a uh, bike. That's amazing. No, so, and I even bought him these like extra special earplugs for yeah. if. If I really want to do the Tuesday Tabata ride, which is it? It uh, no, not Tuesday Tabata ride. That's 6 p.m. There's another ride that I want to do sometimes. That's uh, oh no, it's it's the live DJ ride, which you know happens for me at 5:45 in the morning on a Saturday. Oh. Uh, but sometimes I really want to do it, especially if I didn't go out on a Friday night. I'm like, I can get up and I can do this ride live. Yeah. and it's in our bedroom. So I bought him these like special earplugs that are made for sort of like construction workers who are doing jackhammering. And uh, the idea is that he can wear those and I can ride the bike. So it's, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, hopefully you'll get some more options For live rides when they open the London studio.
3: Well, yes And hopefully I'll get my bike in France So, yeah, so after I, I became obsessed with This bike and, and approved to him that I was would actually ride it all the time and, and I was really trying to get one for this Summer in France and then right when I Was sort of trying to negotiate that With him, uh, they announced that They were going to do um, The UK sales and so That for me is great. I mean, if I have to, I'll have Delivered to a friend's house in the UK, and if I have to carry that thing on my back into the tunnel, I will do it. I, be I, I believe you. Yeah.
1: I believe you. Like I, I believe you will do whatever it takes to have make it happen.
0: And thanks to the bike in Hong Kong, you'll be in good enough shape to do that.
3: Yes, <laughs> yes. One would hope. One would hope. Uh, yeah. So yeah, so there you go. Wow,
0: that is dedication.
3: Yes, it is, and and a fascinating story. Well, so. And- it's one of those things where you know i've been in fitness all of like interested in fitness and active my whole life and i know that when i find something that that really works for me and that really gets me excited to work out at seven o'clock in the morning i need to do that and well in hong kong the the it's an incredibly dynamic city and very modern in almost every way but it's not a very big fitness city um the, the fitness is mainly for the expat communities and though you only have you know a certain number of options in any space. And the instructors tend to be not that great. And so when I discovered the app and really sort of started going through all the instructors and Peloton and the app, and I just was like, I can't go back. Can't, you know, once you get used to being able to sort of choose your music style and the length of your class and the kind of instructor you want, and do I want to be yelled at or do I want to be admired and all these things, once (laughs) you've done that, to going back to sort of, you know, somebody's bad musical choice, you know, there's a lot of club dance music in 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 the spin classes in Hong Kong and I don't go to nightclubs in my real life. I don't need that in my spin class, you know. <laughs> so it, it just became, you know, this is this is what what I uh, what I really need to do and I think I've had so many friends come and use the bike and I think I have a list of like uh, 10 people long. I'm going to be getting so many referral codes once they start selling in Asia. Yeah. <laughs> That's so
1: awesome. Wow. You're going to you're going to buy everything in the boutique when that happens. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I think I might already do that. So.
0: And then they're probably like, no international shipping.
3: <laughs> well, that's what, well, this is the interesting thing is that's that's what freight forwarders are for. And Peloton will ship your merchandise sure. to a freight forwarder, just not your bike. Yeah, but but
1: I get if they I get that they kind of have to put some controls around that if there's licensing issues. Exactly. Because, well, and yeah. I think it's
3: also a damage and you know um, uh, sort of liabilities issues as well. And so that's yeah. part of the reason I've decided I'll just wait until they ship them to the UK and then, uh, you know, it'll all be it still won't be 100 percent legal because it won't be in France, but uh, it will at least be um, closer to being yeah. legit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> same same continent.
3: <laughs> yes. Well, I can drive. I can. I'll, I'll, I'll drive it over. I'll I'll take the train over and then I'll drive it back. It'll be uh, it'll be fun. <laughs>
1: So, since you guys uh, travel all the time, uh, do you ever get back over to the United States? and And have you been to the studio in New York? Yes, um,
3: I do travel all the time, and I do travel a lot. Um, I usually try to get to the U.S. about two times a year, um, sometimes three. One because my uh, my family's all in the U.S. and uh, they have a right to see their grandchild, and um, she has a right to spend time with them. And I don't have so many friends, and I love to you know I love to go to restaurants and certain spin studios and things like that <laughs> in, in New York. And I, I just went to my first real class. Uh, I did ride 300 in the studio um, in April, no, May. Oh, in, that's so exciting. Which was awesome. It was so great. And it was, you know, it was a DJ ride and it was, I you know, the Friday night DJ ride, which is usually Robin and it wasn't. And at first I was disappointed and I was like, you know what, this is a gift. I am so lucky to get to do this. It doesn't matter who it is. Is, and it was matt Wilpers and it was a great ride and i had so much fun and was literally the i think the worst output i've ever had and i just <laughs> but the best ride like so 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 much fun i think i've done it like three times on demand like a big dork <laughs> <laughs> it's so much fun to do a
1: ride at home that you did in studio i mean because it kind of like brings back that adrenaline rush and like um it's it's just it's fun to watch it's fun to yeah you with, although yeah. i realized
3: i was on bike eight and I could see sort of like some of the really dumb faces that I make when I'm. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. Thankfully, I don't have mirrors at home. And, and to all the listeners, don't buy a mirror in front of your your bike. You don't want to see that. <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yeah, so no, it was a it was a really great ride, and um, they're just they're great there. And I went and did a tread class afterwards. I was le- literally leaving the next day. I was in there for twenty less than twenty four hours, but I did a tread class the next morning um, which was really awesome uh, it was really really great and my husband did uh, he was said, like no <laughs> you know <laughs> he said before I went he said there is no amount of wine that you can give me. <laughs> <laughs> that will make me say it's okay to buy the trip, and there's just—I mean—no room for it. No, no, no room for it. Now he's a runner, and I think if he would actually get on it, that he will—he would uh, probably maybe want one. But I don't know. So well, that's we'll the see. game I gotta, plan. I got to work on that strategy for the uh, for the next time we're 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 there together, so that um, maybe I can let him think it's his idea. <laughs> <laughs> it is a beautiful machine. It is gorgeous. Yeah, it's. Uh, Uh, it really is. It's, um, I, I'm not a huge treadmill runner, um, but just the way you, 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 so intuitively and quickly can adjust the incline and the speed and everything. It's, it's sort of, I, I, I was trying to explain it to him and he runs on this, this like old wonky treadmill sometimes in his office. And I said, you know, it's sort of like in, in Hong Kong, I've got this amazing bike that's sort of like, it's like the, you know, the Peloton is like the iPhone 10. And in France, I've got this wonky old spin bike. That's the equivalent of like the StarTAC flip phone. And I'm like It's just like that So you need to Get rid of the flip phone And get the iPhone 10 He Yeah He he didn't go for it But I
0: tried I think that's a great compromise You can have the The bike in Hong Kong Where you're pressed for space And you have the treadmill In France
3: Oh no 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 Oh. She wants both, no. Tom yeah. She's like, we're not
0: compromising <laughs> no. you shut your whore mean? mouth, you toe keef Like, you were not compromising the thing
2: You're <laughs> both
3: I'm, I'm going to invite you to France But now,
2: I think no Oh,
3: it looks no. like I'm going without you, Tom yeah. Yeah. Did I did I tell you Who my neighbor is in France? You no. would enjoy you, this you did This not. is why I was thinking I should invite you Because my next-door neighbor is Mick Jagger what? what? Yes, if you Google the name of my village It's the only thing that comes up is it's basically where his, he has a little chateau here he's had it for a long time um, and it's literally just on the other side of uh, our property so he's uh, he, he's here he comes and goes several times a year um, I have seen him at the farmers market have not actually met him. <laughs> But uh, my husband's kind of convinced that if we get some, he gets some of his friends and they go out in the yard and when late at night and do like really bad karaoke stone songs that like he'd just come over and say, all right, come on, you know, let (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> but it hasn't happened yet it hasn't happened yet I, I guess they, they recorded uh, one of the albums In the basement There's a recording studio of the Chateau And so a lot of the sort of old people in the village Well, which is 90% of the village um, They've all met, you know, a lot of the guys Because they would hang out in the only bar In the village when they were sort of, you know uh, Recording and they would you know, kill time And wander around And generally, I think Called, oh uh, my gosh, May. that's I amazing! I think
0: they recorded "Exile on Main Street" in France. I don't know if it was there, but I, I'm pretty sure that that was recorded. That
3: of France. course you would know that. Yeah, you, you're probably right. I my husband knows, as he's done all the yeah, he's he's obsessed with it. But yeah, I, I I don't know, but I do know that yeah, there's every every person you meet has, has a has a story about uh, about me. Well, not every person, but the cooler ones.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, and we need to get to that level. <laughs> it was funny. I was going to ask if he actually goes there because I remember when we were in St. Thomas. Yes, they were like, "Oh, Madonna owns that house, and, and- she hasn't been here in twenty years, yeah. but she owns that house." Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah no, he does come. Um, you, I usually know when he's here because he flies in on a helicopter, um, and it goes right over my house. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> so about it's right. right loud. <laughs> Yeah. um but uh yeah he's he's he is here um several times a year and he's really one of one of uh our friends is who's lived in the village for a very long time is is actually friends with him and every year when the Stones play in Paris he take he rents a bus and he organizes a bus for all the people who work at the Chateau and like my friend who always goes on the bus he doesn't work for him but they're just friends and so he, you know all the people that he knows in the area and he gives them all tickets to the show and buses them into Paris and you know gives them this you know really great experience and wow he's, he's, he's really well well loved uh, in the area and I realize this has nothing to do with Peloton so That's- uh, sorry we do that, that a
0: buddy. lot. It's okay. That's okay. It's, <laughs>
3: it's, it's a fun story. It's it very is. Cool. That's
0: awesome. Yeah, yeah.
1: And uh, so. we are thinking about going to Europe next summer. We, I'm just saying. We're debating.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll have the bike. <laughs>
2: <laughs> See, I was we're, trying to get over. An was,
3: hour from An hour from Paris by trade So it's uh, see, was,
0: pretty easy to get to I would think we, we should try and get there Before she gets the bike That way you can't try and bully me Into getting on it <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I, I
1: think
3: it's clear what I can do With a couple of bottles of wine Tom. But I don't like <laughs> wine <Aww.
1: laughs> He doesn't I'm not a big drinker no. And he only likes like girly free frou Yeah
0: like I need something like Served in a coconut Or like maybe with an umbrella Like that's the kind of stuff I drink that's not on the
3: rising, no, really it's not. not. It's, it's not, not no. No. at all. The other way that I had realized that our families were similar was that yes, you, my husband also did not want to ride the bike, but that that you and my four year old share the same diet. Yes,
0: <laughs> I have no doubt she has wonderful taste.
3: <laughs> the
1: difference is she'll grow out of it. <laughs>
0: That has we to hope, be. Yeah. I always, I always think about that. Like when I, like if we go to places like, like France or Italy, if we were to ever do that, like these places are so known for their cuisine, and I'm gonna totally be that American that's like, "Where's the McDonald's?" Like, I, <laughs> and I hate to be that guy. Like, I don't like it. I wish you've seen I me know, I have. try to eat other things, I have. and like, I <laughs> <It's> like, terrible. <laughs> I can't get it down. Like, it's
1: no the faces he makes and the noises he makes uh, are just offensive. Well, so maybe like,
3: that weight loss. Tactic. <laughs> Just go. Home, you know, there's no food you can order. <laughs>
1: That's true. I will say, like when we
0: came back from Mexico, I'm like, I, like if we go on a Disney cruise, I come back like 15 pounds heavier. We come back to Mexico, and I'm like, I'm flat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. did okay. Yeah. You know, yeah. So. So um, do you have uh, any advice for people just getting their bike that does not revolve around shipping?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, I guess and I've heard this, you know, many people say this before, which is just try different instructors, you know, really just give everybody a shot. You know, I did one day I did a pyramid where I just did like, uh, you know, a. 20 minute, a 30 minute, a 45 minute to 30 minute, a 20 minute, like a reverse ladder kind of thing of, of, of a bunch of different instructors just to kind of like try them all. And I didn't, you know, go full force in all the classes. I, you know, cause I would have fallen off the bike, but <laughs> you know, just kind of just do everything you can to, to try the different instructors, because there, are, there are some instructors, like there's two I ride with all the time and there's a few that I occasionally take and there's some that I never take, but I know many people love those, those instructors. And there's really is kind of something for everyone. And there are certain instructors that I know that if I'm not in the mood for my regular ride, I'm like, well, I can take this instructor's ride and I'm going to really like it today because I'm just in that mindset. And sometimes I'll pick it by the music, you know, there's, if, if you really just kind of you know, want to do a theme ride with, you know, I did a, the Indigo Girls one uh, a few weeks ago and it's a super old ride and, and I've, it made me feel really old to be doing it, but I knew every word to every one of those songs and I had the time of my life taking that ride. Like it Was was Christine So I felt really bad For my neighbors Because I had on The wireless (laughs) headphones And I was (laughs) Belting out those songs Was it
1: uh, Was that Christine That did that ride I I thought That seemed like Her type of music That's why I was
3: asking Yeah It was (laughs) And she's not an instructor Who I take a lot But you know I It was honestly one of the like i i just i was like bouncing off the ground like for the rest of the day it was just <laughs> really great, really great. Um, and, and there there's lots of instructors who do different you know different themes and so i think you know for new new people just just have fun i mean i re- i started doing some of the scenic rides um just kind of as like i would do the 15 minute scenic rides after hang on, a cool down on hang
0: on don't you have enough great scenery in your life <laughs> like that just seems like you're rubbing it
2: in
3: Well, okay, but so yeah. Actually, here's the reason.
0: I feel like here's what I think you do. You live in the south of France, and then you do scenic rides for like Dubuque. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Um, No, eh, yeah, that. No, I wouldn't do that. Uh, I was actually um, I did it because I um, someone had posted something on in one of the groups about doing a scenic ride and loving it so much that they got inspired to go to that area uh, for vacation and I was in a situation where I have you know at the end of this summer I have a week between when my family when my husband leaves and um, all our guests are gone and I'm going to the U.S. um, with my daughter but I've got like a week in between where I could actually go somewhere and I thought if I could go somewhere you know sort of by myself in Europe you know I need to kind of be able to take a train there so where should I go and I thought you know what I'm going to do some scenic rides and
0: let's way to sample
3: yeah uh, and I did and I was like ooh Malfi Coast that looks great and I thought well I already knew that that would be great
2: <laughs> <laughs> You're you going really to
3: Dubuque, aren't you? There, but <laughs> it was really nice. Uh, but so, yeah, it it just you know, there's so many things with with the bike that you know, they, and they just keep introducing more and more and more features, and it's just it's it's yeah, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, it is. It is. Peloton rocks. <laughs> yeah, it really does. You know, I did not, I was not a spinner. I've never really been a spinner actually. Um, I, I went to in the, like in the mid nineties, I was, was shooting a television commercial in LA and somebody on the set was like, Oh yeah, come with me to this class, this exercise class. And I was really into exercise at the time. So I'm like, sure. So I went to this class and it was the Johnny G's spinning class. And, And I was you know the original like spinning guy, yeah, yeah. I was, wow. I was like that was really bizarre. like it you know I was pretty young at the time, but I it was it was and I, but I was in really good fit, you know fit shape, and I, it was really hard class, and he's this sort of like crazy South African guy, and you know it seemed really exotic and sort of random but i really enjoyed it but it wasn't kind of available anywhere else and then as time went by i never really never did spinning and then i was living in seattle and i got talked into doing one of those sprint distance tries little short triathlons and um my i had such a horrible experience with the bike that after that i i I didn't get on another bike for like almost 20 years (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, well, no, it wasn't, you know, I was, I was laughing a few episodes ago when you had Chrissy on and she was talking about her triathlon experience and you know she got in the open water and, and, and couldn't see and, you know, had this just horrible swim and, and, and just quit and then went back and started retraining and went over. You know, I had the same experience. I had a horrible swim. I couldn't find my bike. I like got a, I like, had a tire problem on my bike. Then I had an accident on my bike. and the, Oh, my just, gosh. But it, And that was fine. But it was just one of those things where, it you know, a lot of people where they do these, you know, one triathlon, they'll say you're either going to do one and you'll be hooked or you'll never do another one again. I was definitely you'll never do another one of them again. <laughs> uh, and yeah, so it kind of just I was just like, I don't want to get on a bike. And you know it was my own fault. I trained in a pool, not open water. I trained on a stationary bike in a gym, not a road bike. And I ran on the treadmill, not in the streets because I was living in Seattle and it was the winter time and it rains constantly. So, so yeah. in, indoor workouts were my options and I, I was not prepared. It was completely my fault. But after that, I just did not want to get on a stationary bike again. And even through years, years and years later living in New York, you know, half of my office would be leaving at lunchtime to go to soul cycle class. And I was like, nope, sorry, not for me. <laughs> <laughs> not that I did one as a charity ride that someone sort of like guilted me into doing and, and I went and I, I, I went. <laughs> and I, that was that. And I, you know, I, I was not spinning was just not something that I wanted to and to be doing. And it wasn't until um, I was living in Hong Kong and I got this crazy idea that I should do this ultra marathon with a girlfriend. And so I really needed to start training, and I needed to do really mix up my workouts in addition to just sort of these intense hikes because the multi- ultra marathon that I was doing was in Nepal and. It's um, primarily um, uphill and downhill, and uphill and downhill. Uh, I think it was uh, three thousand meters um, elevation, but you have like five thousand meters of altitude change throughout Whoa. the race. Wow! So that's like sixteen thousand feet. So it's a wow. lot. Like you've got to have like you've got to have a lot of leg strength for that. And so I thought yeah. I can't just can't just do this on the trails. I got to do something else. And uh, so somebody said, you know, biking is really good for this if you you know do the you know out of the saddle hill biking, and you could you know, just really get, get a bike and hit the trails. And I'm, I, I'm not, well, let's just say that I'm a clut. Um, <laughs> I understand. I That's how I am. A person <laughs> who should be riding a road bike in a, a city where there's traffic or really where there's any other human. Um, and I, I just, I, I thought this is just not responsible. I'm 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 a, I'm a mother. I'm, I've, <laughs> I've got responsibilities in my life. I, I can't, I can't ride in this, this, this traffic in these hills and this is craziness. And so um, I just decided, okay, fine, I'll go to a spin studio. And it just so happened that the one that I went to has, um, their bikes have metrics. So it's oh. similar to the, the Peloton, but you have the leaderboard. And I'm a really competitive person. And the, from, I was just hooked with the leaderboard. It doesn't, wasn't the instructors, the bikes were not great, The instructors were just okay, the music was pretty average, but it, I love that leaderboard and it was really motivating for me. And, um, so I just kind of said, all right, well, I'll keep doing that. And I did that all the way through my training. Um, um, or the ultra marathon and then um, while i was doing that was when i went to uh, went to new york and my friend said oh well if you like you know this metric biking you should try peloton and so uh so yeah so it, it kind of stuck and i i think you know i don't i ended up crazily enough winning my age category of the ultra marathon and Whoa. i don't i wouldn't i couldn't have done it without the without the bike for sure and i mean granted i should say i'm really Old and there weren't that many people who were That old in this ultra marathon <laughs> So the, the woman's 40 to 50 Category was not that many people deep So winning the category is not that Impressive but I was just I was Surprised by well surprise
1: I, I think We cannot call 40 to 50 Really old I'm <laughs> Because getting...
0: you turn 40 in like A month
1: yeah so we need to just
3: Stop that shit right now Less than,
0: <laughs> less than a month actually is Okay when you turn 40. okay
3: Tom it's under A month <laughs> oh Crystal welcome to the Fit Fab 40s, yeah you can join now. Yeah, I still have like 18 days left,
1: so let's <laughs> slow down. No. Enjoy how, them. How long was the uh ultra marathon? Like, uh, how many miles? I mean,
3: uh, it was 60k, so that's uh, like 38 miles, I think. Oof.
1: And how, how long does it take for you to run
3: that? Um, well, this particular one is three days. So what? no, but you're not running the three days. So you run, you basically do 20 K a day, which is why I agreed to do it. Because if I had to do the 60 K um, all at one time, uh-huh. uh, I don't know if I I probably wouldn't have signed up for it. But it was like, okay, you do 20 K a day. And I think my, my total time was right at like 10 hours. Okay, uh, But you know, it's, you're not really there's, you're running on the flats. Um, but the rest of it, is, the most of the majority of it is you're literally running through these villages in Nepal and it's all just these steps that are sort of like worn down in the hills by literally hundreds of years of people trekking up and down them. And you're passing wow, yaks and, <laughs> but it is, it's really crazy. I think I sent you a picture of, yeah, um, the, one of the race pictures was you went, through, we went through this temple and it was the flags. They have this like, huge downhill run where it's, it's this this big prayer area and they have these thousands and thousands of these colored flags. Uh, it was just it was a combination for me of the appeal of going to this place that I felt like I've always wanted to visit and that would seem so inspirational and seeing it in a way that was very real, you know, not being on a tour bus and not being shown around by somebody, but literally you know just running and there were several moments where i thought you know i don't care that this is a race and i would just stop and take it in and take a video and sit down and and you know, really just enjoy where i was because it was really amazing um boy well, and- i
0: really hope the lady who came in second isn't listening right now she's going to be like wait she stopped and looked at shit
3: oh come on uh, well, okay, so I will admit this. The woman who came in second was my partner, the person <laughs> I went to do great with, and I'm pretty sure we were pretty neck and neck going into the third day. I was quite, I was a little bit ahead of her. But there was a chance, you know, she could have She could have beat me, Ed, but She got lost oh, 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 She was looking around a yeah. little too well she, yeah. she, missed the last, she missed one of the sort of last turns and, and I knew she was not that far behind me And I passed the finish line and about 20 minutes Later I was like, you know, she was only like Five minutes behind me, what is, you know, what happened To her, where did she go, and it was this really uh, Sort of kind of wacky uh, Wassy thing, she missed a, missed a little flag that, that directed her in one direction or the other But, so yeah, I kind of won by default but thanks for pointing that out to her. <laughs> That's what he does yeah. That's what he does But her, your friend uh, met
0: a very cute Sherpa And <laughs> <laughs> They're living very happily
2: In Nepal
3: right, Well we, we went to a nice little spa resort For a few days afterwards And I think I did you buy her a, a massage To kind of you know say sorry <laughs> Well
1: that does that, I would. I think that sounds acceptable yeah. that Sounds like a good, good way yeah. to finish that up Totally
0: Well oh. thank you very much for uh Taking the time to talk to us and sharing all these wonderful stories yes, with us. Yes, thank
3: you so much. Sure, sure, no problem. It was really, really fun. I'm uh, so, so happy to be part of this uh, this really amazing community. And it's just, you know, if you get involved in the the groups online, it's just so, uh, it's it's really motivating. I mean, there are days when I think, you know, oh, I'm not going to do it today. And, and you see something that someone said and you think, oh, God, or something that someone's going through and you think, Jesus, that person's doing that. And like, all I have to do is just like down. On this coffee and get over it you know and it's uh it, it's a pretty great community and i can't wait to see what what the new product is going to be for next year and all the things that they're going to keep bringing us it's just it's fantastic well
0: thank you very much before we go if somebody uh wants to find you online is that something you would like and would you like to share those locations with people
3: sure sure i am on facebook but i i guess i really don't use it very much um i I did, as I mentioned, just start the um, Peloton Global Writers page. Um, So you can uh, search that. And if someone wants to message me there with any questions, they can do that. Otherwise, um, my Instagram is Parker. Uh, and my Instagram is basically sort of like a travel log of places I'm going and things I do because I just travel too much. And it's a great way for me to remember it um, when, I've, when I've gone places. But, um, yeah, and if anyone comes in, um, comes to Hong Kong and uh, wants to check out uh, riding in Hong Kong, uh, send me a
1: message. That sounds awesome. And and also, if you want to send me uh, the link to the international group, I can put it on sure. the Clipout Facebook page so people can find it there, too. Great.
0: Cool. All well, right. thank you very much for uh, taking the time to talk with us. Yes,
1: me. thank you. And sure. again, happy birthday. Okay.
3: <laughs> thank <you>. <laughs> <laughs> gone, but thanks, for making me feel older yet again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks,
0: guys. Bye. Bye. Talk to you later. Here's today's recipe for success. So my guess is Allison's recipe French
1: toast No, it's a good guess
0: French fries No French, I don't know A croissant <laughs> A baguette No You know my thing with baguettes They irritate yes. me Yes, yes Every movie When somebody's Coming back from the grocery store And they're carrying a bag of groceries There's always a baguette Always People don't buy that many baguettes They're not that universally loved You go to the store in the In the bakery department They're going to have like Six baguettes But if you Looked at a movie You think Every son of a bitch That went to the grocery store Bought a baguette
1: On top of that In addition to that The baguettes At the grocery store Are typically wrapped In some kind of paper Or plastic That's true They never are in the movie
0: They're always Bareback in those baguettes They are Yeah Yeah So uh, What (laughs) What what recipe Does (laughs) Allison have for us
1: None of those things None of those things She has she has a vegan chocolate avocado pudding.
0: Why would you ruin chocolate like that?
1: So she she says this is one of her all-time faves, and she's a chocoholic, so I understand, Allison, because so am I. She says that this is the perfect thing when you only have five minutes and you really need or really want, and I feel her, I totally understand, a chocolate dessert. And I've
0: never seen you want chocolate. I've only ever seen you need it. <laughs>
1: Goddamn right And you actually She says do not Taste the avocado She says I swear If you gave it to Tom And called it Regular chocolate pudding He'd like it Maybe not as much As I suspect He might like Dello pudding cups But still
0: Every time I've never understood this People are always like Oh you can't even taste it Why is it in there
1: (laughs) Because you have to Use something to make it Like you You have to use Something as the base Like you can't just Like pour cocoa on it And be like There's your pudding you have to put the
0: agree to disagree.
1: No, you would have a pile of cocoa, and <laughs> that's I, not pudding. When
0: I was a kid, I used to just oh no Nestle Quick Mix with a spoon. Just you poof. just ate it. Yeah, so
1: much just got explained to me. It's oh great. my god, <laughs> it's great. You know, you know what Nestle Quick is really good on.
0: Ice cream Yes Put it right on top of the ice cream Yes It's kind of a grainy powdery thing. Yeah
1: And it's gotta be vanilla Yeah And then you let it melt just a little And then you stir that up Oh that's so good Yeah God I want some ice Did cream Did you just
0: uh usurp Allison's recipe? You just <laughs> You just <laughs> Reciped on top of her recipe That wasn't a recipe That was something to do with There were multiple ingredients There was uh, You started it There was Why am I
1: the usurper When you started it Because
0: you started Going on about You know what would be good If we did a totally Different recipe And screw Allison No And here's what you should have (laughs) big bowl of ice cream Put this in You stir it up There was the stirring There was multiple ingredients And then you stirred This is
1: your typical distraction That's making something I know what you're doing here You're distracting me And we're going to talk about The avocado pudding Right now It's happening Chocolate avocado pudding So
0: Gonna have that after your ice cream
1: (laughs) (laughs) Instead of I haven't had ice cream in a very long time
0: So and I apologize for what she did to
1: you Oh my god
0: I'm shocked and appalled Uh, At her behavior She's just run amok
1: (laughs) So anyway (laughs) The ingredients First of all I love that this only takes five minutes You need one avocado You need dark cocoa powder, dairy-free milk of your choice or whole milk, and then agave or maple syrup or honey or coconut nectar. So you can use any kind of sticky sweetener. And then you also need a teaspoon of vanilla extract and some sea salt. And then basically you cut the avocado, get rid of the pit, scoop out the flesh, put it in a blender, add the cocoa powder and the rest of the ingredients. You process it until it's smooth and then you taste and add more cocoa until the pudding is Chocolatey enough, which would never be for you. Like it would never be chocolatey enough. That is true. And then you add some maple syrup, and the and the if you want it to be sweeter, and the milk if you want it to be a different consistency, right? And then you can add the salt to taste. That's it. Cool. Well, if you can uh, even serve it frozen, and if
0: you weren't uh, jotting all that down, you can find it on our website. Absolutely at theclipout.com. Yep. So what uh, what pretel do you have in store for people next week?
1: We're going to talk to Mike Dola next week Okay And uh, he is the creator of Stronger You It's a whole nutrition thing It's very interesting And it's
0: gotten very popular with Peloton writers
1: Yes, there's a whole Facebook group about it So I'm really curious to hear more about this It's like a
0: little mini movement inside a movement
1: Yeah That's exactly right
0: Well, awesome So we have that to look forward to We do So I I guess that's it for this episode Where can people find you in the meantime?
1: They can find me at facebook.com Slash Crystal D. O'Keefe Or they can find me on Instagram Or Twitter Or, of course, on the bike At Clipout Crystal
0: And you can find me on Twitter At Roger Hubert Or on Facebook At facebook.com Slash Tom O'Keefe You can find the show proper uh, At facebook.com Slash The Clipout Or at our website Theclipout.com so uh, that's it for this episode. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, keep
2: pedaling.